On the field, inside the clubhouse, and everything in between. This is Brewers Weekly, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City, here's Matt Pauley. Do I start this show off the exact same way I've started off Brewers Weekly for the last, uh, Brewers Extra Innings for the last few nights? The, the machine, the ticker, the thing that makes the magic number go down, it's broken. Yeah, that joke was kind of funny like two days ago, a little less funny yesterday. Not not real funny today, is it? No, no, it's not. It's, it's like, yeah, he's kind of right. Welcome into the program, everybody. My name is Matt Pauly. Got you till 9 o'clock. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Accident Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. That is the Accident Mortgage Talk and text line. Tweet at me if you want to, at Matt Pauly on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. So, This show is going to kind of be cut into two different things. Thing number one is we're going to try to dissect what I think you should be concerned about and what I think you should not be concerned about. You've probably heard me say it before where I say, you know, I don't don't like telling people how to be fans. Uh, And I'm... I'm going to get real close to that line today. Going to get real close to that line. Because I think there are some things to be concerned about, at least aware of, keenly aware of, that red flag going up a little bit. And then I think there are things that people are just flat out freaking out about that there's no need. There's absolutely no need. So uh, we're going to go through that today. And then uh, we had so much fun last week. We had so much fun. We did a little summer fest game. Greg, what was the okay? I can't even remember all of them. What uh, the the Megan the Stallion song? We did the game last week. What was the game? Game? Can I? Can you give me? Can... Give me two seconds, and we can recap this. Give me two okay. seconds. Just stall. Hold on. I'll find it. I will we find like, it. We could play like the uh, Jeopardy theme here, uh, but that would not make a whole lot of sense with. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to. We should have like had this all figured out ahead of time. But uh, the point is, the point is that uh, we are going to be uh, doing game time every single week now. Uh, the, the, it was uh, classy, no, yeah, classy, bougie, ratchet, sassy, moody, nasty. That well was done. the game we played. Last well week. done. Thank you. I looked it up. I was able to Google and talk well, at the same time. See, that's I funny. don't have a lot of skills, but I can do that. Because I had this ready to go. Classy, bougie, ratchet, oh, sassy, moody, or nasty. <laughs> that, so I was, I was replaying that, uh, that segment for my wife last week, and I realized when you were replaying my voice, it was hard to tell what was the replay and what was me actually talking. So I had to go through and like tell her, no, that's, that's Greg doing drops of my voice. Now, now I'm back live talking. So that was the, uh, that was the fun of, of last week. But beca- in, in honor of us having so much fun playing a Summerfest-inspired game last week, we are going to do another game this week, and we're going to do a game every week. Each week, 8.35, it's going to be game time, and we're going to have a new game. Maybe we'll, we'll repeat some games here and there, but we'll have a different game each week. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be something that, uh, that we do. So that's, going to, that's how we're going to separate things out. What do you need to be worried about? What do you not need to be worried about? And game time. There's your Brewers Weekly for uh, this week's edition. What do you need to be worried about? And what can we just kind of pump the brakes on? I'll tell you coming up in just a moment. This is Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. 
right, so it was a. Uh, it's been a bad few days for Brewers. It's been a really bad few days for the Brewers. Clearly, they they haven't won games. That's the problem. They had a magic number of three going into the series against the Cardinals. All they had to do was split, and they're winning the division and. They're walking out of the series, and the magic number is still sitting there right at three. It's been it's been a bad run. Uh, today they scored a few runs, but that actually made it worse because of the way it, uh, it went down, and they ended up losing 8-5. They're on a five-game losing streak right now. As you might expect, people are flipping out over this, freaking out. And I think part of – there's two things. A, they've lost five in a row, and they've had some pretty tough performances during these during these five games – but also, we're just a little bit more than a week away from the regular season ending. And we're, what, 15 days away from the postseason for the Brewers beginning. Their first game is going to be on that Friday. What is that? Friday, October 8th is going to be the uh, first game of the National League Division Series. And uh, all of a sudden, losing streaks feel a bit more impactful when they're taking place at this point in time. And I get that. I understand that. So what what to be worried about and what not to be worried about? First off, the lo- the actual losses. Like we've done this a lot. I've been I've been around for for a while now, and we've done this a lot. We've done it already twice this year. We had a full blown freakout in early May when they got swept against Philadelphia and then lost the first game of the series against Miami. Season's over. This team's no good. They're just not going to be able to do a thing. That was that was the overwhelming consensus after what was a six-game, one, two, three, four, six-game losing streak. So that was the first time we did it. Then the second time we did it was right uh, right before the All Star break. Right? They they had that series against Cincinnati and they ended up losing. Uh, they they did not do well in that series against Cincinnati right before the All-Star break. Season's over. The Reds are going to catch them. This is all done. They're a flawed team. They came out of that okay. We've done this before as well. You know, Speaking of the All-Star break, when they got swept in that series against Pittsburgh in 2018 right before the All-Star break, season's over. No, it wasn't. Everything was okay. It's not an apples-to-apples comparison. I realize it. It, it, in no way, shape, or form is it apples to apples because all of the the comparisons, the dates that I'm giving, were nowhere close to the postseason. Right now, people are concerned about the way the team is playing right now and how that is going to impact them in the postseason. And to be fair to everybody, if the Brewers go into the postseason and play in the postseason the way they have played over the last five games, they're not winning a postseason series. That is the, I, I, don't, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to say that. If the Brewers' level of play of where it's been for the last five games does not improve throughout the rest of the regular season and into the postseason, then yeah, they're not going to win a postseason series. But there's really no reason to think that's going to happen. The, every, it's a 162-game season, and every team during the course of the year has multiple lulls, and the Brewers had that, as I just talked about, and they always bounce back from them, and there's no reason not to think they're going to bounce back here. And also, yeah, sometimes sometimes something doesn't mean something until it means something. What do you mean, Matt? 
This series against the Cardinals, this four-game series sweep against the Cardinals, to me, right now it means nothing. means absolutely nothing. Now, it might mean something eventually because what they do moving forward can change the way I feel about this St. Louis series. Because right now I look at it as one team that basically has the division wrapped up and one team that's hard-charging for a postseason spot, playing for their playoff lives, and are as hot as any team has been in baseball this year. What, the Yankees had a, was it a 13-game winning streak this year? I think that's the longest winning streak in Major League Baseball, if I've got that right. If, if I don't have it right on the number, I'm in the neighborhood of it. Uh, this is... This is as good as any team. This is as good as any stretch of team, stretch any team in Major League Baseball has had this year, and the Brewers happen to catch the Cardinals at the wrong time. Now, I'm, I'll, I'll change my tune. I will change my tune on this if they have a bad weekend against the Mets, and then let's say they go into St. Louis next week, and then kind of the same thing happens. And they, you know, if if this level of play does not improve. Then, then, then I'll I'll circle back on this one and say, okay, you know what? That that series against St. Louis, it did mean something. That is who they were. For whatever reason, they reverted to that at the end of the season. But I'm not willing to say that's what it is right now. And like, not to be disrespectful to you if you believe it's that way. But here's the bottom line on this: none of us really know. None of us know. None of us know. Like, you know what? All those people at the beginning of the season when the team got swept against Philadelphia and thought the season was over right then, they could have been right. team could have played like the Minnesota Twins for the rest of the year. A team that had fairly high expectations going into the year and then it just didn't happen. All those people who thought that when they struggled against Cincinnati right before the All-Star break, well, you know what? The Brewers could have, could have come back after the All-Star break and played Cincinnati again and got swept in that series and fallen out of the top place in the division and just faltered from there on out and not even been a playoff team. Like Any of those things could have happened, but they didn't. So to, to sit here and say you know for sure what any of this actually means, you don't. I don't. You don't. Nobody does. We've watched enough of this team to know that there's a trend to, even when they've got a, a bad week, a bad series, a bad week and a half, and to be fair... I think we can trace this back to the Detroit series. They had a great series against Cleveland. Then they went to Detroit, got swept in that two-game series. Even the series against the Cubs, those two games that they won against the Cubs, they didn't play great. They had to come back in those games, and they didn't play great in the final game of that series until they made some noise in the final inning uh, and ended up losing. So it's not like they've... it's not just the St. Louis series. I think we can we can trace back them not playing great baseball all the way back to the Detroit series. I think that's fair. But that still doesn't mean anything. And what has to happen here, this is sometimes the, there are a lot of benefits to getting a huge lead in your division and just running away with the division. There are also some negatives. And those negatives is that that edge, that chip on your shoulder, whatever you want it to be, uh, you don't have it quite as much down the stretch of the season. I don't think that impacts the playoffs. We'll wait and see. Maybe I'll be wrong. But it, you you don't have that quite as much. And this is a team that's been basically in the position that the Cardinals are in right now where they were needing to make a huge run in September to get into the postseason. That's what this team has been during the Craig Council era, during this run of all these postseason appearances. They've had to play well in September. It's the exact opposite this year. 
They they haven't experienced it before. So uh, there are there are some things that I think to, to be concerned about, specifically the bullpen, and we'll talk about that later on. I'm a little bit worried about some things going on in the bullpen, but from a big picture perspective, not worried at all. Not worried at all. They're going to win the division. They are going to win the division. Let me say that one more time. They're going to win the division. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We'll talk a little bit about the uh, bullpen and uh, maybe is there any other area to be worried about and what has to happen for this team to kind of jump out of uh, this slump that they're in right now. We'll continue that discussion in just a moment here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Brewers lose earlier today. Tough loss. Ooh, that of the of the four games, do we want to play the game where we rank which loss was the uh, was the worst? Probably today. They get out to a five nothing lead and they allow the Cardinals to score eight unanswered from the fifth inning on. Not great. Not great. Uh, things did not go well during the series. But again, I th- I, I think everything's gonna be okay. Well. Hey, we're going to be, uh, at some point in time, we're going to be doing a Brewers extra innings after the season comes to an end. And if I was wrong, I will be the first one to admit that I was wrong. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. That is the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Tax Line. Let's grab a phone call. John is in Milwaukee. Hey, John, you're on WTMJ. Hey, Matt, thanks for the call. So I was fired up last night, uh, super fired up this afternoon. I was there at the game. Uh, but I just think, in, you know, comparing the fans' emotional response, myself included, to, you know, what the players might be experiencing, I, I firmly agree with your point about, you know, it's 162 games. You have to keep a level head as a player throughout that time. Um, you just wonder, you know, whether this loss stings a little bit more for them. Um, you know, I'm just comparing it to, you know, the Cardinals when they, after the Vogie Grand Slam walk-off, you know, you kind of, they panned to the dugout there and you had Yachty crying and whatnot. And, and you, I think you ask yourself, you know, how, do, how is the clubhouse going to respond? And I think, you know, baseball is such a cerebral sport. Um, it really takes a, 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 you know, a level head and a, a good psyche to be able to respond. And I, I think that's, that's going to give us the answer um, about this club, club moving forward into the postseason is, you know, how they're going to respond to this loss because you got to think, it's things just that much more for them. Um, a little bit like concern, as you said about the bullpen, Boxberger with a few uh, rough outings in a row here. Um, concerned about Escobar. I think you know, if I'm not, if I remember correctly, he had a uh, chance to break it open a bit with guys in base, but um, you know, I just think, yeah, like you said, that, you know, we're going to win the division going into the postseason. It's how, how are we going to respond to this? Um, so appreciate the phone call. Yeah, John. Uh, and I, you know, the other day during Brewers X Turnings, I said that I'm not worried about Brad Boxberger. I'm, I'm backing off that one a little bit. Uh, he has given up runs in three of his last four. His ERA in the month of September is sitting at 14.21. You know, Devin Williams is banged up. That puts that much more pressure on, on Brad Boxberger, and you hope the Williams injury is anything serious. But the team talked about today, you know, doing what they needed to do to try to keep him off the injury list. And we'll talk more about the bullpen later on. Uh, but it, look, to be, to be fair, and look, oh, finally, finally this thing that we've been talking about, I think, all season long that bluntly a lot of people didn't even want to talk about, it is starting to become a thing. Last year, they played 60 games. 
We didn't know how this was going to impact pitching this year. The Brewers have done as good of a job as anybody in terms of limiting the impact of pitchers. But you look at Boxberger, uh, Boxberger's 68 appearances this year. That's one off his season high. In 2015 with Tampa Bay, he was at 69. 62 and a third innings pitched. He, Assuming he pitches it all in the final week of the season, which he will, he'll set a new season high in innings pitched. 64 and two-thirds in 2014, 63 in 2015. And again, he's coming off a year last year where he threw 18 innings. He's gone from 18 innings to 62 and a third. Now, that doesn't mean he's done. That doesn't mean that you can't rely on him. But what it probably does mean is trying to take the foot off the pedal. In fact, we got a good uh, we got a good text message uh, from the two six two. I'm most concerned that dragging uh, out clinching the Brewers are wearing out pitchers they had expected to rest. Now that Devin Williams has been disclosed to have a calf injury, more concerned. While I'm convinced the Brewers will clinch the division, I don't think they're going to beat the record ninety six wins. Likely just barely clinching at ninety four and ninety five. And I think the Cardinals are going to be the biggest obstacle to the Brewers' success in the postseason. Go. I I would like to see them clinch this weekend, if for no other reason. So you can say, you know what, Brad Boxberger's going to get five days off. We're not going. We're going to just let his his arm kind of come back. The other good, the other bit good news though is once the regular season ends, you do get some time. They're going to end the season this Sunday. They're not going to start the postseason until Friday. Some gen, on most seasons, I wouldn't like that. It would feel like that's too long of a of a rest period. This year. I like it because of the impact on pitching. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk tax line. All right. We played a game last week. We had fun. And we're now incorporating it into this show on an every week basis. It's game time. We'll do that in just a moment here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. All right, this is our new thing. We'll see if it works out or not. Uh, we had fun last week. Uh, just you know, as a one-off last week, we played a little game, and I enjoyed it. Greg enjoyed it. I heard other people enjoyed it, so we've decided to make it a weekly thing. What we're going to do each week is we're going to play a different game. Now, some games will probably recycle every uh, now and then. I don't know anything about it. Greg is in charge. Uh, Greg, it is game time. What do we have this week? Never seen that before in my life. All right, Matt. So we're actually going to go back to yesterday, because who wants to talk about what happened today? Am I right? Yesterday, and then also... Yeah, because yesterday was so much better. I was going to say, and also a more forgettable game for the Brewers against the Cardinals. The Cardinals score three runs by the way of the sacrifice. But in the second inning, Tommy Edmond had a two-RBI sack fly. What in the world is that? My first question of the day, this is not the game, I'm just curious. Matt, have you ever seen that before? Yes, I saw it one other time. I my uh, my second year of broadcasting professional baseball. I was working in independent ball. I was the voice of the South Georgia Peanuts in Albany, Georgia. Wally Backman was our manager. Great name. Who uh, got a lot of play on the uh, on the Mets uh, ESPN documentary here recently. And there was a game. It was the first time I'd ever seen it. We there was a game where our team, the South Georgia Peanuts, scored two runs on a sacrifice. And just okay, so I've never seen it before. I'm impressed you've seen it more than once. At you know, yesterday being the second occasion, but it got me thinking because what do we know about baseball, Matt? It's the weirdest sport ever, but we love it just because.
because of that. So I was thinking about the rarest occurrences to ever happen in the wonderful game of baseball. Matt, here's the game. I'm going to give you two situations that have happened in baseball. You're going to have to pick which situation has happened more in the history of the game. Ooh, so 18, okay. I think the recorded was 1876 to present day. So here's how we'll start. How, what, which has had more instances happen? An inside the park grand slam or players who have hit for the cycle? I'd go players who have hit for the cycle. Players who hit for the cycle is yeah. correct. You want okay. to guess right. how many times it's happened in the history of this game? Oh, in the history of baseball? Um, just to, just throw it out there. It doesn't matter. I, I, I okay, would have so no chance. since 1876, I'm doing numbers. So that's what, like 140 or so years? Um, I, I would bet it used to happen a little bit more than it happens now. It happens maybe two, three times a year. I'll go 600. Okay, 273. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but that's all right. See, but, like, that's the game. Like, you can't. Yeah. Putting in and playing at home is going to be so much fun for these next ones. So here we go, Matt. Because I would have no idea for any of these. Which has happened more? A player that steals second, third, and home in a single plate appearance or four strikeouts in an inning? Oh, four strikeouts in an inning. I am very confident of this one. What? Yeah, actually, and no. here's, where, here's where it is. Here, I kind of duped you into it because a player stealing second, third, and home in a single plate appearance has happened 48 times. A four strikeouts in an inning has happened 47 times. I've seen the four strikeout thing. I've never seen, I, I, like, I don't remember, like, just the, you could have just said stealing home and I may have still gone with the four. Right. Uh, uh, strikeout. Yeah, huh. in a single plate appearance, 48 times. Like, it seems like a lot, but that's not at all. Remember, 1876, folks. Okay, so get the hang of it. Here's the next one. What has happened more, a perfect game thrown or an unassisted triple play? I'd say unassisted. Oh, don't think so hard, even though it requires no thinking because these are all ridiculous. I don't. Um, I mean, there's only a handful. Of, uh, I'll go on it. Like, there's just not that many perfect games, so I'll go unassisted triple play. Well done. I tried okay. to switch you up, but you're too smart for me. Fifteen unassisted triple plays have happened in the history of baseball. Perfect game thrown, twelve. Um, okay, here we go. This here we go, Matt. You brought this up earlier. Home stolen three times by the same team in a game, or a pitcher notching twenty strikeouts in a single game. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I mean, these have got to be really rare. Uh, and again, this is going back to eighteen seven. But you know what? The guys never struck out. <laughs> oh man! But stealing home three times in a game—that seems. As a team or a single individual? As, as a team, not an individual. Man, you got me. You got me thinking because you—the one before really shocked me. So just because of the way the answer was there, I guess stealing home was probably a, a thing that was a lot more common in like 1889. So uh, we'll go with the stealing home. Well done. Home stolen times by three times in a single game. Five pitching notching 20 strikeouts. Four. Notice I did not say 21 strikeouts. Would have been a little bit easier. Since that's only happened once. Spoiler alert. Maybe for next week. Okay, few more here. An intentional walk given on bases loaded. I've seen that happen before. Or yep. a batter recording 12 RBI in a game. Ooh. Um, so the first one was the Barry Bonds special. Um, 
12 RBIs in the game. By the way, you say RBI, I say RBIs. Oh, I tried to say it RBIs because of your pinned tweet. Anyway. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I said Matt Pauly on air on Twitter if nice. anybody wants the full explanation. That wasn't for the answer. That was for your Twitter plug. <laughs> uh, um, I'll go 12 RBIs. Made you wait oh. for it. Oh, man, yes. 12 RBI. Uh, RBIs. Goodness, now you got me messed up. Two times that's ever happened in a game. Intentional walk given on bases loaded. That is four. Four, four okay. times. Which is crazy. That Like, just, yeah. like you're hedging a run more than... Uh, that's crazy to me. Even for Barry Bonds, that's crazy. All right, also, last one right here. We'll wrap it up with this. Which has happened more? A grand slam in the player's first major league game or four consecutive home runs to start a game? Hmm. Let's go the four consecutive home runs. Oh, man, he can't be beat. Matt Pauly, ladies and gentlemen, well done. Four consecutive home runs to start a game. Happened four times in this game. A grand slam in a player's first major league appearance. That would be twice. Okay. There you go. There That's is. game time. Thanks for playing. That's our game this week. We'll have a new game next week. It's like our version of playing improv games on the radio connecting it to baseball. It's what we do here on Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. More Brewers Weekly with Matt Pauley coming up on WTMJ. I'm really not being dismissive. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the opinions of people who are listening to this program right now. I so appreciate that you spend some time with us. But I just I can't tell you how much I disagree with some of these text messages we have coming in. Dave in the 414, unless the Brewers sweep the Mets, I don't have a lot of faith in them clinching the division on the road. The Dodgers are in a dogfight with the Giants, and St. Louis would sell their soul to deny the Brewers the division. Um, a tick from 262, it's not inconceivable that the Cards catch up in the division given their schedule. If the Cubs don't take one this weekend, and if we don't get at least two versus Met, the Mets, the pressure is really going to build into the going into the games in St. Louis. That's not a great scenario considering we're that the Dodgers the last three. In my opinion, we got to clinch this weekend, or at a minimum, one game to clinch going out to St. Louis. So if it's one game to clinch going out to St. Louis, that means you would only have to win one game against the Mets because that would take the magic number to two. Uh, going to that back to the Dave text message, unless the Brewers sweep the Mets. So you're saying if the Brewers lose two out of three, if the Brewers were to lose two out of three to the Mets and the Cardinals were to just win all the games against the Cubs, that would still take the magic number down to two, where the Brewers would just have to beat the Cardinals once. And if the if the Cardinals sweep through the Cubs, they're basically going to be in the exact same situation for that series next week, where they're not going to have a whole lot to play for at that point in time. Look, the Cardinals are not going to just not lose again for the rest of the season. This winning streak they're on right now, it is their longest winning streak in 39 years. 1982 was the last time they won this many games. They are two off the all-time franchise record, which was done in 1935. 1935. Cardinals, a, uh, an organization with the history of the St. Louis Cardinals doing things that they have not done in a really, 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 really long time. And they're 
in all likelihood, they're not. Maybe they set the record if they have a. You know, they've got the Cubs in a doubleheader tomorrow, and Cubs aren't playing great baseball. But it's at some point in time, it's going to stop. So, yeah, look, it's the Cardinals are going to win the division. The Cardinals have a seven. Or the Brewer, excuse me. I, let me rewind. The Brewers are going to win the division. The Brewers have a seven and a half game lead on the Cardinals with a little bit more than a week left to play. This we shouldn't be talking about whether or not the Brewers are going to win the division. What we should be talking about is is anything that's happening right now worth being concerned about. And like I said earlier, I do think of everything that's going like I'm not worried about the offense to be perfectly honest with you. And they they had a nice day today, largely because of Tyrone Taylor, who had a fantastic game today. He had a grand slam, a second grand slam of the season, uh, and that that was about the only you know, he he took care of the offense today. Uh, but the the I believe in this the the offensive ability of this club. They're going to be fine. They are. The pitching has always been something that is concerning to me because of the. 60 game to 162 game thing that's going on. And I know every team is dealing with it, but I'm not really worried about other teams right now. I'm, I am worried about the Brewers. And I think what we're seeing right now with an injury to Devin Williams, and we really don't know how serious that might be with Brad Boxberger seemingly slowing down a bit. All of a sudden, remember those times in the year where Josh Hader was not used for over a week? And I was, I was critical of Craig Council at the time. I didn't like it. Uh, I, I don't think you need to use them a lot, but there were times during the season where it got to a point where I'm sitting there thinking, man, you gotta, you gotta use Hater. You gotta use, like, you can't have him sit in the bullpen and not pitch for this extended amount of time. And now, as I look back on that, I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe the best thing that happened to Josh Hader this year what were those really long periods of time where he didn't pitch, and that's going to pay out some dividends here down the stretch of the season. Uh, but from a big picture perspective, I honestly, I I think if you are concerned that the Brewers are not going to win the division, I just think you're wrong. I just think you're flat out wrong. That's not mincing words on that one. I don't think you got that one right. 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. This is Brewers Weekly. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2, Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studio. This is News Radio WTMJ. Brewers Weekly with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Just a couple things to get to before we uh, call today here on this edition of Brewers Weekly. Nancy and Tosa asked what was going on with the uh, Jake Cousins glove situation today. So as a pitcher, your glove has to be have a certain darkness to it. If it's too light... Uh, you can't wear it because the hitter can lose the baseball in the glove with the glove being the backdrop. It's the same reason that the batter's eye is always uh, black. It's the same sort of deal. So he was actually wearing a different glove, we found out, than he, than he has been wearing recently, and that's why the umpires had him uh, had him change that. So that was uh, what was going on right there. Uh, Bob texting in, who would be more dangerous in the playoffs to play, the Cardinals or the Dodgers, and in what scenario could they play either of those teams? So the way the postseason would be set 
set up right now, they would play one of those teams potentially in the NLCS. The way everything's set right now, in all likelihood, uh, the Brewers will play the Braves in the Divisional Series. That's assuming that the Brewers win the NLCS, and it's assuming that the Braves win uh, win the NL. Um, that's assuming the Brewers win the NL Central, and it's assuming that the Braves win the NL East. The Phillies are still in contention in the NL East. At that point, again, the way things are sitting right now, the Dodgers and the Cardinals would play in the wild card game with the winner of that game going on to play the Giants in the other NLDS. Dodgers and Giants is still a battle in the NL West, so if the Dodgers catch the Giants and move into the uh, first place there, then the wild card game would be Cardinals against the Giants. Either way, uh, the way everything is set right now, the Brewers could not see the Dodgers or the Cardinals until the NLCS. I've said it all along. I think the best path for the postseason for the Brewers is to play the Braves in the first round. I'd rather see them play the Braves than than the Phillies, and then I'd rather see them play the Giants than the Dodgers or the Cardinals. I think one thing we've learned, I wouldn't sit here and say that the Cardinals are a better team than the Brewers just because of what happened over the last four games. I don't believe that for a second. Again, I think these were uneven games with uh, two teams that were playing for very different things, and the Cardinals are really, really hot. If this is a postseason uh, series and and both teams kind of have it going at 100%, it is a very different feeling series, that's for sure. But I do think what we've learned is the Cardinals are now a very, very dangerous team. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, if somebody gave me the uh, the proposition of the Cardinals playing the Brewers in the postseason, other than the fact that they're the Cardinals and they tend to just two wacky things. But if they, if it was like this, you know how you do that thing sometimes where you don't tell what you know you don't tell what team it actually is, and you just give their stats and you say which team is better, which team is a better matchup. Like somebody would have given you the Cardinals and covered up that it was the Cardinals, I would have said, okay, that's a that's an okay matchup for the postseason. I don't feel quite as strongly about that now. I would rather the Brewers not see the Cardinals in the postseason. The Cardinals are a legit postseason contender. Uh, what they are doing from a hitting standpoint is impressive. They still have two of the best hitters in the National League right in the middle of their lineup in Goldschmidt and Arenado. And then you look at what O'Neill and what Carlson and what Bader and what everybody else is doing. They are a dangerous, dangerous team. Uh, this is going to be a fun weekend. Bob Euchre's being honored this weekend. Ryan Braun's being honored this weekend. Uh, Wall of Honor stuff's going on. It's going to be a fantastic weekend, fan appreciation weekend, as the uh, Brewers uh, wrap up the home portion of the regular season. I look forward to talking to you after the opener of the Mets game tomorrow night here on WTMJ.